Jew here, and this is What's the Go, the former premiere, formerly car-based tangential sport podcast. I say formerly premiere, as there have been plenty of pods doing the tangential gear lately, actually, because February is the doldrums of sport, as we well know. So poddies I listen to, like Hello Sport and Bloke in a Bar, have just been talking whatever arse has been entering their minds instead, and doing a good job of it, actually, making this pod fairly redundant, as if it weren't already. (coughs) However, it's a boring Sunday afternoon, and I like the sound of my own voice, and this costs me nothing, so why not force my ramblings onto some unsuspecting ears? I'm going to start by saying that tomorrow is the last day of summer here in Australia, and I am a bit depressed about that. It's been a shit summer. Uh, Omicron. The weather's been absolutely pissful in Sydney 95% of the time. Uh, The ashes were fucking awful. And uh, now we have a sniff of a world war going on. Uh, But before I talk about that a little more, you may well be wondering where Monty is. Fair enough too. Um, If you see him, let me know, because I don't know. I can't get him to return a phone call to me for love nor money. I've tried four times. Four times he said he'll call me back at a certain time. Four times being left hanging. So maybe bagging the shit out of him on a podcast that he really should be on might do the trick, but who knows? Maybe I did something to offend him. I don't know. Maybe I told him one too many times that I don't like his dogs. And could he kindly remove their faces from my crotch? Uh, I don't think I was mean about that. I think the fact is that greyhounds are creepy looking. They are too long. Their, their faces are too long and thin. It's unnerving. And they bloody can't get enough of the scent of my bollards for some reason. So I think my stance is fair. So, yeah, that's probably why you haven't heard from us for a while. I wanted to do some uh, episodes over summer, actually. Um, some ashes specific episodes but you know some of those tests were over before i'd even got my podcast equipment set up hey yeah but i think you know i will uh i'll just um, i'm gonna try and do this weekly again sometimes by myself sometimes with guests but i just uh yeah like I'm, i'm very busy at the moment i'm very stressed and i'm probably going to use this as a weekly bit of verbal diarrhea about sport to try and make myself feel better and if you don't like that you can bloody move greyhounds out of the way and sniff my crotch next you can get right in line i take that back that's probably aggressive i don't really want any of you uh to get your nostrils around my bag region so uh please please uh yeah, please accept that I'm taking that back. I'm not. I'm not really interested in, in, you know. Well, it depends who who it is. Let, let me know. No, 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 no. Let's just have a blanket rule: no sniffing of my crotch. So yes, as I said, uh, potential World War Three, which is just cheery as I um. He almost had us fooled, the old Putin, didn't he? 
the the old uh, chips and gravy. He almost had us fooled that he wasn't interested in imperialism or the old Soviet era or reclaiming old losses or any of that stuff. He almost had us fooled that he was just, you know, letting it go and moving into the future. Nope. No, 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 no. It's clearly deeply ideological that he, the idea of a independent Ukraine gives him, you know, the right irrits. So, yeah, interesting to see what's going to happen because if he takes Kiev, takes the capital and effectively rules Ukraine, um, that won't stand, right? What's the world? Is the world waiting to hope that there's some talks? Or I, I, I don't know that Ukraine, you know, accepting that they can never go for NATO membership is going to be enough. Now, anyway, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not a political analyst. I doubt you've come here for that. Um, what I will say is that. There's a lot going on in terms of Russia and sport. Russia had the Sochi Grand Prix Formula One stripped from them and the UEFA Champions League final, Gonskis. Man, you have said Aeroflot, you can't sponsor us anymore. Your money's no good here. Uh, And Chelsea's manager, let's let's see his name again. Let me have a look, see if Monty was here. He would be able to just chime right in with that, but I need to stop and have a look. Uh, here's some thinking music while I look. Roman Abramovich, that's the fellow, uh, Russian billionaire. He's handed over the, well, it says stewardship and care here, but essentially the uh, optics of ownership to the its charitable foundation. So he's gone, no, I'm Russian. People can't, people, you know, I can't be seen to be in a, you know, in a position of anything. I'm going to hand it over. I don't know. That's uh, that's a big move, honourable move I think, to put the interests of the club ahead of himself. So, and also now, uh, Poland saying, um, yes, hello, uh, uh, FIFA, uh, we'd rather not play Russia in our World Cup qualifying match, please, in our playoff match. Uh, furthermore, we don't think they should be there. What do you think of that? So. Yeah, I think that's a fair enough point. It's going to be interesting to see whether FIFA kicked them out or not. Kick Russia out. Interesting. That made me look up whether Ukraine was still in there because I wasn't sure. Again, Monty would have known if he was here. Uh, Not here. Uh, Not answering my calls currently, as previously discussed. Um, But yes, indeed, they are playing still in there, Ukraine. They are playing Scotland on the very same day that Poland is meant to be playing Russia, so March 24, I believe. So there you go. Uh, Also, you know, quite satisfying is the fact that uh, in looking this up, 
I found out that the next qualifier for the World Cup to happen is the Cook Islands against the Solomon Islands. Holy shit. That is a cracker. And I need to find out how to watch that. I, um, you know what? I'm going to have to admit something here. Folks, um, I gave in. I gave in. I signed up to KO. After all these years, all of these years of managing not to pay the Murdochs a cent of my money, uh, I, I just couldn't do it this year because I'm so fired up about the NRL and this cricket tour to Pakistan, which they're the only two places I can see all, at all. It would be on KO. I just I had to give in. So yeah, now the Murdochs are getting my money and I feel disgusting about it. I feel absolutely feral about it. Um, you know, but that's the world we live in now. You know, different variants of this disease are just going to keep sending waves of people to their deathbeds. Uh, Russia wants to send the world back 30 years into a Cold War and I'm giving the Murdochs 25 bucks a month. It's just bizarro world here at the moment speaking of cricket yeah the, the ashes i've mentioned that they were fucking shit uh during the summer i mean i i didn't go anywhere over summer i i was i was busy and stressed and omicron and you know worried about my son's health and all this sort of thing so i didn't go anywhere my summer holiday was going to be the test matches clearing like telling my family i'm not doing anything on these days these days are for me to be horizontal watching ashes um and it was just collapses collapses barely like two and a half days three days maybe no full matches or one full match sorry excuse me the one that got drawn but Seriously, that was that was my that was meant to be my summer holiday. Ropeable, anyway. Uh, Langer got kicked out as coach. I think anyone who's, including all those old players who are really angry about that, need to go back and watch the test that Amazon Prime documentary. I think all the answers lie in there. Um, not really about his aptitude as a coach. All about, yeah, just relationships, ideologies, theories, and absolutely flogging players when you probably don't need to. So, personal opinion there. Uh, anyway, there's a Ranger as a coach now. Can't can't really say how I feel about that. We'll have to see. Yes, but uh, Pakistan's starting very soon. We'll talk a bit about that. I will steal your sandwich. I will push the feelings out of it. Yeah, I will steal your sandwich. And I'll eat it right in front of you. Yeah, I will steal your sandwich.
Winter Olympics didn't watch a second of it. Not a single second. The only interest point for me was the fact that uh, Putin seemed to be waiting for the end of it before launching his invasion. Which really... I don't know. Do, do countries have an overinflated opinion of the diplomatic power that Olympics brings in the modern world? Perhaps years ago, when it was a real showpiece for your country and what it can do and all this and that but it's you know we're in the internet age now everyone knows what china's like they're not fooling anyone with pretty pageantry at a at an olympic ceremony i honestly don't understand how why it's important to not invade while china's winter games are going on if anyone can explain that to me actually uh send a dm into the what's the go social channels facebook twitter instagram have a look you'll find them they're there uh ailey got nothing to say about that um i haven't really watched any of that uh rugby's just started again i'm glad that there's a, a pacifica team and a fiji team uh am i glad enough to watch any of it uh, probably not, because it's on Stan Sport. I just got rid of Stan, so I could pay for KO. So, sorry. Won't be seeing any of that. Um, although, you know, Stan probably... Someone from Stan probably listens to this and would be happy to give a free subscription because this is such a popular and renowned podcast. Sorry, AFL. I've got no idea what's going on. Absolutely no idea. And that's probably because I'm Sydney-based. There's been absolutely no reporting that I've seen about what's happening with any of the AFL clubs, any of the trials that they're doing, what, you know, who's looking likely. I've seen nothing. Now, I haven't watched a lot of broadcast news. I've watched, been watching Channel 9 sometimes. And usually, yeah, there's precious little in the Sydney Bulletin about what's happening in the AFL currently. And all my algorithms are NRL compliant I would say, so on, on the social media. So I got no idea what's happening in the AFL, but you know what? I'm going to try and find out before next week. Um, I don't know. I might drop these on Friday. Friday seems like a good day or Saturday or Sunday. Uh, you know, so there's half a week uh, I'm targeting right at this point. And, you know, it'll be exciting to see what that gets narrowed down to, won't it? Moving forward. But NRL, yeah, that's what I'm really fired up about. Telling you right now, like, well, hang on. Let's just get trials out of the way. Trials meaningless? And when I say they're meaningless, I really mean they're meaningless. Because people get really excited, particularly if a lower kind of ranked team beats a higher ranked team. The fans of the lower ranked team say, oh, bloody hell, this is our year. It's all coming together. I don't think you can overestimate the importance of the interchange by that i mean the trials where there's unlimited interchange you can essentially sub your whole team off and a fresh whole team on has very little bearing on what a round-to-round game is going to look at because you know fitness doesn't really come into a the as a factor for the trial games Nobody's fit anyway, but unlimited interchange. You're going to tell me 
that unlimited interchange, a team that does well with unlimited interchange is a really good indicator of a team that's going to have what the team's going to be like with restricted interchange. No fucking way. So that's trials. That's my wrap up of the trials. Uh, bigger picture. A few uh, hot takes from me. I've got sharks in my top four. I can tell you what my top four is, actually. Top four will be, probably in this order, Roosters, Panthers, um, Manly, and Sharks. That's my top four. What do you think of that? Who's missing? You know who's fucking missing. Storm are missing. I reckon they'll scrape fifth, probably. And then sixth, Eels. And then seventh and eighth, take your pick out of Warriors, Titans, uh, maybe Broncos, but oh, I don't know. So Warriors and Titans, maybe. i got no rabbits in there, you may have noticed. I don't think the rabbits will make it. I reckon they're ninth or tenth. Who's my wooden spoon pick, you may ask? Uh, I actually think it's the Knights. Um, I think, yeah, if KP doesn't fire or goes down with an injury then they are in a lot of trouble. Adam Clunes looked good in the trials, but again, fuck trials. That's my theory. Fuck trials. So that's my hot tip for Wooden Spoon, actually. Uh, the Knights. I don't like saying that. I followed the Knights when I was a teenager. I don't now, but I did then. And, uh, you know, I'm a bit ashamed of my football following history, to be honest. I don't know if I've told this story, but when I was growing up, I followed the Sharks. And then when I kind of started hitting my teens, I changed allegiances to the Knights because my dad went for Sharks. And I didn't want to just be a sheep and follow him and just do whatever, follow whoever he followed. I was my own man. I was going to, and, and you know, I lived on the Central Coast, so it kind of made sense to go for the Knights, even though the Bears were just as close. And I did have a soft spot for the Bears, but maybe it was just the blue and red. I liked those, that colour combo better. So I went for the Knights. And then, you know, when I into my 20s, I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast, but I... Uh, when I hit my 20s and got into my 20s, I couldn't give a shit about rugby league. I lost my love of rugby league. It was gone. I uh, had other things to worry about in life. I was concerned with, you know, art and creativity and the world and people and thoughts and feelings and ideas. And that's not a rugby league world. That's quite different to a rugby league world. You may think I'm being unkind, but there's plenty of evidence there to suggest that all those things I just listed don't fit easily into a rugby league world. And so, yeah, there we are. And it's really only in the last maybe five years or so, maybe a bit longer, but five-ish years, that I've got back into rugby league. And did I pick up with the Knights when I got back into it? No. I picked up following the Sharks again. Because I was wrong. I'd wronged my old man. Probably hurt his feelings. We never talked about it. And I don't even know if he knows that I've gone back to following the Sharks now. 
We never talk about it. That, hey, I know. And that's important to me. Farewell, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, holy Jesus. Talk soon. Thank you, friends. This is an Angry Chimp Podcast.